Darker Days of Dorothy Gale Aftermath For Episode 65 Chapter 59 Friends and Captors Hey there! Welcome back once more to another Aftermath episode. This time we're talking about Friends and Captors. This chapter is more of a fun chapter. I mean, I guess it kind of depends on your definition of fun. It's not as brutal as many others. It's not philosophical, it isn't brooding or deep. It isn't questioning faith or asking what everything is for. It's a little bit of a break. A slight change of pace. Friends and Captors finally brings Tip and Pumpkin Jack, and I suppose Gracia as well, into the world of Dorothy Gale. Oh, and the tree horse. Can't forget about the tree horse. Dorothy and company are still being held captive and being carted around by a group of man-wolves. There's a brief conversation here, and a little bit of a reminder that Dorothy, unlike the woodman or mister, needs sleep. Mister asks his companions where they think they're being taken. The woodman says they're likely being taken back to Ozma or being taken to Ifel. Remember, Ifel is the last of the sisters left, as far as they know. Ozma is in the west, Vel has been killed by Sionfa, Devorin was killed in Judeca, and Gracia has been lost to history after mysteriously disappearing ages ago. The Woodman also notes it doesn't really matter who they end up with, because the outcome will likely be the same either way. Ozma will want them to finish the job and find and kill Ifel, while Ifel would likely want them to return to and kill Ozma. And either way, this ragtag band of travelers will probably be killed or betrayed in the process. Seems to be the way things work around here. Dorothy questions the woodman's certainty. Maybe the wolves are just taking them somewhere to be eaten. And the woodman then points out that he's metal. The wolves can't really eat him. And mister is just fabric and straw, so really, what's, what's the point? Dorothy realizes the error of her ways here. Realizing once more the sometimes forgotten differences between her and her fellow travelers. The caravan comes to a halt when the ground begins to shake. If there was a cup of water sitting beside Dorothy, she would see it shake, and probably assume there was a T-Rex about to show up. However, there is no cup of water to see shaking, and T-Rexes probably don't exist in Oz. So, you know, there's that. Anyways, the wolves take a defensive stance as the surrounding trees uproot themselves and move out of the way. The tree horse arrives, and with it, Tip, Pumpkin Jack, and, of course, Gracia. 
Dorothy marvels at the tree horse and compares it to a giant Komodo dragon. She can't really get a clear view of who's riding it, though. Just what might be a child and a pumpkin man with a mysterious accomplice in the back. Tip jumps off and tries to reason with the leader of the man-wolf pack, stating that he doesn't want any trouble. He just wants the witch killer. And her friends, of course. Remember, he's been building up this weird fantasy idea of him and Dorothy just traveling around and falling in love for quite some time. So this is kind of like where his dream could potentially start to come true. The wolf isn't really too big on this idea, and so Tip chops his head off, and of course, violence ensues. Jack fires an arrow, and true to form, misses his first shot, which finds an arrow narrowly missing the target and getting stuck in the cart holding Dorothy. The woodman tells Dorothy to get the arrow, which of course is much more difficult than it sounds. She does manage to get it, however, and thinking the woodman has some sort of a plan in store, is very upset to find out that his plan was just to have Dorothy pick the lock on her cage with it. Because, you know, what person doesn't know how to pick a lock? Not that person. Also, not the woodman, either. Mister chimes in and tells them that he knows how to pick a lock, pointing out that he did it once back when he was being held by the ogre. You know, that big giant ogre from Dark Days of Dorothy Gale. It takes him a moment to realize that he has both the knowledge and the means to escape. Using the never-dulling needle, he unlocks his cage and sets Dorothy and the Woodman free. I love this moment between them. Mister doesn't get a lot of credit for being a hero. Usually he's just kind of a bystander, and usually the victim of some kind of horrendous, violent torment. So the idea that he actually gets to do something useful is very refreshing to me. They do this all, of course, while the wolves are preoccupied with Tip and Jack. Speaking of Tip and Jack, we see that things have gotten slightly out of hand. They've taken care of business, but Tip finds himself pinned down by the dead weight of a dead wolf, about to become dead himself. Where the F is Jack right now? And why isn't the tree horse doing something? Both. Great questions, with not great answers. I really don't account for what, what's going on with, with, with those two. Anyways, Tip is about to get his head bit off by the last remaining man-wolf when he's rescued. And we all, of course, assume it's at the hands of our pumpkin-headed friend. But, uh, nope. It's the woodman. The characters have now officially been brought together, but you'll have to wait for another chapter before they get their official introductions with one another. Like I said, there isn't much to analyze here. It's not that deep of a chapter, 
that's why you pretty much just got a summary for this aftermath. And of course, that leads us to that moment, that shining moment at the end of the podcast. You know, that that part where you just hit skip ahead repeatedly or click that little button that marks the episode as played or maybe turn your phone off and throw it into the ocean. Just remember, if I missed something or failed to address something you feel I should have, go ahead and let me know. I'm always open to questions, comments, or constructive criticism. You don't have to like the show, although I'm not entirely sure why you're listening if you don't. But like it or not, you can be nice. I know you can. I believe in you. And certainly that must account for something, right? And even if it's like a little something. If you would like to get in touch with me, you can do that by emailing darkdaysofdorothygale at outlook.com. There's no more Twitter for this guy. Or X, I guess, if that's what you really want to call it. But you can find me on the old TikTok, where it's at darkdorothyg. Alternately, I appear on TikTok, Instagram, and that silly threads thing under the assumed identity of the Ordinary Sun. That's S-U-N. The Instagram feed has a lot of fun Dark Days-themed artwork. And so does the Dark Days of Dorothy Gale TikTok page. And of course, if social media isn't your jam, there is always the official Dark Days website, DD of DG.com. You can also find links to t shirts and stickers and stuff there as well. And as an added bonus, you could even listen to these episodes straight from the website now. That's actually pretty cool. Also, if you were a fan of all that Dante stuff I did in, in, in part two of Darker Days, I have gone ahead and compiled a list of all my favorite Dante's Inferno resources. It's got links and brief summaries and little reviews of each place. So feel free to check that out on the website as well. Darker Days of Dorothy Gale used to be on Amazon as an ebook and even in paperback form. But at the time of this recording, the podcast is in fact the only way to experience it. If you'd like to support the show, buying a t-shirt or a sticker or something is really the coolest way to go. Oh, and you know, like leaving reviews on places that have podcast reviews. And also recommending this to, to your friends and family. Okay, so awkward silence passed. Okay, now the awkward silence is passed. If you would like to support my specific brand of creativity in a more direct and financial way, you can always find me at buymeacoffee.com slash ordinary sun. Again, that's S-U-N. And if you do that, I will send you a personal handwritten thank you note, complete with a fun little sketch. And I mean it. I will I will draw you a picture. I'll write thank you on it. 
and I will put it in an envelope. I'll stick a stamp on it. I'll write your address on it, and I will mail it to you. It'll it'll go to the post office. Then the post office will send it to another post office. Eventually, eventually, it will end up in in your possession, and it'll be pretty, pretty, pretty. Uh, hopefully, cool. Probably a little mediocre. I'm not that great of an artist, but anyways, I would do that for you. And on top of that, I will give you a shout out on this very obscure podcast. You know, if if you want me to. I, I'll respect your privacy. If you if you don't want to be named, like if you're like in witness protection or something, you know. I I'm cool with that. I'm cool. If you don't want to donate to this cause, that's fine too. Times be tough, they be, and I'm happy to do this either way. So come back next time for chapter 60 of Darker Days of Dorothy Gale. Chad Miles. Thanks for listening. I love you all.